pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Wheels, the Dungeon Master for Storybreakers. Love critical role in movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small-town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town are actually going to be of any help. But technically, I don't come from here. When the mysterious arrival of a celebrity from the Heroes and Adventurers Guild sets off a strange conspiracy, the group will have to leave what they think they know about the world at the door, if they're ever to unravel the truth at the heart of this seemingly nondescript town. It's not front page of the Sussai Star News. I pull up the, the today's, like, installment of the news to see what the front page actually is. There's a big picture of a pumpkin that's been stepped on, and it says, Outrage as pumpkin stepped on. <laughs> Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts. With Season 2 on the way. Find out more at dicebreaker.com. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois. Run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes with me, Tom, playing Kelak Adkalar, the cleric wizard. I am Chris Trot. I'm playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elenastio, and I am a high elf sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a guardian paladin. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a wild elf barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an air ganassi, and she is a hexblade warlock. Thanks to our regular sponsor D&D Beyond, the official Dungeons & Dragons toolset. Create your free account and speed up your campaigns today. You can check them out with the links in the episode description. Anyway, on to the episode. It's time for our maiden voyage in the Storm Chaser. We've not really told Kim what's happened. Yeah. She'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, she'll figure it out. She'll figure, figure it out. So, you are currently in the captain's quarters, uh, or the ready room, technically, you're in. You're in the large meeting room, which is the place where the captain brings the officers to discuss ship business. Is there a fish tank? Below? There is not a fish tank. There is a single... It is very well decorated, as per the spe- specifications of uh, Lucius when he was having the ship built. It is very elegant, um, but it's quite plain. There is just this large table um, with chairs for all of the officers, plus maybe a couple of extras for guests, seeing as you've made up two new officers uh, to go on the ship as well. Um, and it is just the five of you, with Helios wandering the ship on his own uh, after your tense exchange with Helios. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the yeah, rest you're of the crew. Oh, yeah, babysitter. Yeah. Why would he be babysitting me? Come on, let's face it. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's that's where we left with you guys discussing I think having affir- affirmed your plan to travel to the city of glass yes so uh, we just need to gather all the officers and let's head off I guess so Nova you're happy with absolutely everything we just discussed huh perfect she was busy taking notes it's fine oh, really? you made a lot of notes about the astral plane about 
Yeah. Yeah, you know, they, we, we can tell you. They they told you that they saw uh, Court of Shadows ships fighting something that looked like it maybe was something to do with Hadar, like some big undead monstrosity in space. On the way back in. Yeah. Undead monstrosity in space? Yep. Just a little one. Oh, boy. See, my impression of Nova wasn't that far off. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. That's what Lucius was saying. For anybody yeah. watching at home, if you're familiar with Tyranid Hive fleets, kind of that vibe. No. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> <trot> so. <laughs> Bad so, news bear. Undead Tyranid Hive fleet. So, let's gather everyone. Let's look professional, because we didn't do that during the interviews. We've never done that, let's be honest. And then I think... Have we vetted everybody and checked that there's no tra- uh, Brookstone's traitors? Brookstone traitors. Like, how do we know anymore? Honestly, that's, yeah, good point. How the hell do we know? Let's get Orion, let's get... Yeah. Kamara! Kamara. For the love of God, Lucius. Kamara and Helios together. Why Helios? Yeah. He's not Good actually. job, come on! Oh, is, is that my job? Whose job is that? I don't know whose job, job is that. Who's, who's the fetcher? I mean, you're the morale booster now. You are oh. the happiness captain. So, yeah. so, me, I guess? I, maybe me, actually. Is it my job? I think it would, it would in the, with the lack of first mate by traditional ship authority, it normally goes captain, first mate, quartermaster. Okay. Bye. That's the, the primary chain of command. And then individual officers like the doctor and the cook, and I guess now morale and security would fall in, an engineer would fall into this, often have their own crewmates who like do things for them. Yeah. And then all of the other crewmates are on the same level. Okay. In that case, I'll walk out the door... Kind of look left, look right. I'm gonna kind put of a hand on Quill before you go, Quartermaster. Big mm-hmm. metallic hand. I know you're up to this. If there's anyone that could do this mission, it's you, Quartermaster Quill. Wow, I'm. Thank you. Yes. You're a good captain. Oh, uh, salute. Yeah. Um, thank you. We never checked that. So. No. So. Kim, note. Apparently, if it was a little bit lower, it's close for American Sign Language for bitch. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Who the that's fuck are you, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the salute is. If you want to look up the salute, it's slightly no, higher. Slightly lower. So this is... It's like, no, so there is fine. Yeah. There, no. There I, th- is, I think, I think it's, around, it's somewhere around there. <laughs> oh, that was me hitting my mic, sorry. I could be a little thumb, bit wrong. Thumb to nose. Thumb to nose minimum. Yeah. Um, right. So, I, yeah, I like... Ideally, forehead. Look to the right. I'm clearly, like, not used to the layout of the ship yet. Yeah, the, the ship is still docked, so it's not moving. Well, I know, well to the left and right, you look immediately when you step on the deck. There is deck, and then banner, leading to off the ship. Deck, then banner, leading to off the ship. Uh, if you look way. behind you, there are steps that go up onto the aft castle, and then at the front you have the prow, the prow deck, which is where the ballistae, the first ballistae is. Mm-hmm. Then there are stairs in the middle of the deck that go down. Um, there is a mast of sorts, but this is not a traditional sailing ship where it's one large mast. There are two masts uh, midship, one on the on the prow and then one at the aft castle. And between them, they kind of have this like um, like pyramid, like long angled pyramid shape of sails, Ooh. which are the sky sails, um, because it catches wind in a different way to a sailing ship um, to keep it aloft mm-hmm. um, and to harness the elemental winds. Um, so it's slightly different in that regard. But then there is uh, the stairs leading down. And pretty much the officers' quarters, the medical quarters, the 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 everything is below decks. Um, it's either in this the, the first deck or the lower deck. 
Okay, well, I guess knowing that, I head downstairs. But I feel like as I'm like walking through places, I'm like walking past doors, then heading back, like looking in. <laughs> like, no, next one. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you want to gather all of the offices, the, the only other officers except you guys, because Howard as cook doesn't really count as an officer. Uh, he's just kind of there to cook. But you should probably know that we're about to go. You, I mean, if you want to get him, you can. I um, absolutely want to get Howard. Okay. <laughs> so, but the other officers is Araya, Graylano, the doctor, which is an official position because the the yes. doctor is the only yeah. one who can technically outrank the captain if the captain is sick. Also more clearly, remember? She can she can basically demand that the captain she can give the captain orders if she oh, determines cool. that he's unwell enough. Yeah. Um, then uh, Kamara is technically not an officer, but she's kind of your liaison to the rest of the crew. Mm. She's kind of the one who will actually dish out orders to her underlings, basically. Okay. Um, so, so Oriya, Kamara, Greylano are the officers, and then if you want, you can also bring Howard. You also have uh, Lancian, the ASMR boy, mm. who has basically, Oriya seems to have taken him on as a bit of a, not quite cabin boy, because that has a negative connotation, but he's kind of her first dog's body. Assistant. Yeah, first mate's assistant. Um, then there is Penny Maywild, who is a human markswoman. She spends most of her time on the prow or on the masts. Um, and seems to be somewhat of a security officer as well. Like, she seems to be focused on maintaining the ballistae and making sure that you have, like, ammunition for the ballistae and stuff like that. Um, and then you have Lookout, who is also providing the, the role of almost like a navigator's assistant as well. Okay. Um, I think I'll just come back with everyone. I'm just like... <laughs> so you just gather everybody except the wolf pack themselves, who are the, the, the dog's body crew. Yeah. Obviously not, so you just like, get everyone. random crew. Named okay. people. The people that you've hired. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like everyone needs to know about our first okay. maiden, voyage. maiden voyage. You will not all fit in the ready room. Meeting on deck. Uh, you can have a meeting on the main deck, for sure. Hey, I got a lot of people here. I think I might have... Quill comes to the, the captain's quarters, and there's just a crowd behind him. <laughs> uh, this, this whole time, I was asking Ayla and Sentry and Nova to be like, how should I stand? Should I like face out of the window, like looking as if I don't? I'm I'm deep in thought, and that that's an interruption. But I also look like I'm, you know, well, intelligent you and could be studying in control. Map. You could be like yes, bent over the table, pointing yes. at something. Hand on hip or no? Oh, hand, hand on hip. We, how should we be posing as your officers? Should we be like? You should be nodding. Not nodding. Nodding, but not too much nodding. Power stand. Power stancing, yes. Com- confidence in, in you. Yes, lock, so we're like, lock your arms okay. together like so this. So we okay. you or, or...? Don't... No, not too... No, I'll be pointing at the map. Okay. And well, if I'm like this? Yes. That's a good one. I like that one. Yes. yes that's good. Excellent. Yeah. You are look- it's just Ayla's for, like, expression. <laughs> yeah. Ayla's just watching look you. just fucking fantastic right now. Uh, the other yes, thing, I'll by the way, when you were gathering everybody, um, there were... There were like three of the of the howl of the of the wolf pack. I almost called them howlers because I just have red rising in my head. But there there was three of the wolf pack that are just following Helios around, and they're like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Where are you going?" And he'd be like, "Where I please," and he just moves around the ship. And none of them are really like want to give him a go because he's so big and large. And the three of these wolf pack men and women just sort of like. Follow him around, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you here, bitch? Okay, so I guess I'll open the door and then see this. So you open the door too. What do they see when the door is opened? I'm leaning over, hand on hip, wide stance, mm. uh, like one leg forward, one leg way too far back, <laughs> okay. like a splits almost, pointing at nothing in particular on the map. Just mm. oh, and uh, Nova's like got her yeah. arm kind of crossed in one hand on her 
Mouth, is, like, but like mm-hmm. stance wise, like wide stance, stance. Like wide stance again, really awkward. Really What's Sentry doing? I'm just, I'm just like standing up, I'm like nodding like confidently, like mm-hmm. yes, hmm, good. I'm always yeah. violently nodding, yeah, violently like. Mm. What's Ayla doing? Ayla's standing, looking like just completely done with. <laughs> like if she could be face palming right now, she would be. She's just standing, uh, staring at them. And that's the straight uh, man. <laughs> exactly what we will do. Yes! Wait, Sounds you've made like a, plan. a plan. Wait, what? There's no plan. Quartermaster! No, I, Luke, Captain, <laughs> Lucius, Captain. Captain, uh, Araya looks at you. Uh, Captain, I have gathered everyone, actually, pretty much. I don't think they'll fit in this room. What are you all... Never mind. I think... Such a good decision. Power stance. Power stance. First impressions. I took a seminar on it once. Okay. Go again. Well, you might need to... Out of this room and then do that again, but out there. Uh, tell them we'll meet for a meeting on the top deck. Now? Uh, at once. At once, okay, I'll turn You around. turn to everyone who is on the top deck, looking at you. Um, we'll be out in a bit. Orion like, looks at you and is like, they'll be joining us in a minute, everyone. Uh, let's get comfortable for a second and give the captain some time. Yes. Thank they you. all kind of like Thank spread you, out. And Thank you. They kind of sit down on some barrels and they kind of wait for the four of you who are still in the room to emerge. Messenger ring. Did that look good? Did, uh, did we look? I think only I saw it. Oh. But you can just do that out there, out here. That's perfect. Oh, no, 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 no. He has to strut out there. Oh, yes. He needs a strut. You can make a grand entrance. Ooh, uh, I'm going to go out on the deck to get a better view of it personally. Mm-hmm. So just follow Excellent. when you're ready. And I'm just Very going well. to the deck. Okay, yeah, you join now. Um, you see them kind of, yeah, they watch Ayla and... I guess as, as Ayla comes out, I'm just like, so everyone's all acquainted. Security officer Ayla. Officer! Orion looks and he's like, ah, good. I was going to ask the captain about this and figure out... Uh, where exactly Miss Ayla was standing upon the ship. Um, you will still be reporting to myself and then the captain, of course, but uh, sure. And me. Right. Technically, you report to me as well. Yes, I, yes, I know. She uh, smiles. And you can see Kamara kind of like looks. Kamara's looking at you and kind of grins, knowing that this is caused by her idiots. And she's just like, it's good to know where you are at least. I feel like it should have been established earlier. Well, let's but we're fine now. Past in the past. We're all good. We're all good. Um, also, just as a point, giant Helios over here. Helios? Uh, he is uh, he there? He's not. He's downstairs. Okay. Helios, giant glowing man. If you've seen him, lion man, guest of honor, good guy. All right. Try not to to bother him, please. Yes, I saw some of your um pack uh, were following him, pestering him. He didn't look too impressed. Well, I mean, as far as they're concerned, he's a giant, weird, glowing light on the ship. It's understandable. It's understandable. So maybe just quarter, for quartermaster, if I may. Sure. If you can tell the captain, or perhaps you and the first mate could tell the captain, we do need to know about these sort of things. Oh, so. I know. It's just things spring up from time to time. They, that will happen. Literally, All right. didn't know he was arriving. Right. Um, All right. He's uh, my friend! Oh. As Nova makes her way outside, because this is like you oh, go through okay. inside, this is waiting a... for the captain to make his big she entrance. Broke the power triangle. You were going to be the side, and I was going to be the back. Power triangle out. Oh. Nova's out. Oh. Sorry. I'm uh, shuffled to the I'll side. Sh- Chief Engineer Nova. It'll be the power rectangle. The power line. Power line. <laughs> power line. <laughs> <laughs> what does the power line look like? Sentry. After you. 
Okay, I'll you just... You open the door. I'll open the door. So I just step forward, I open the door. I'm very, I'm very tall. Very, emerge. Yes. Yep. Emerge very proudly. Captain Lucius Virian Elwin Elanasto <laughs> is now making his way to the top deck. I strut like a beauty. A few of the crew like tender. <laughs> Quite sure. Nova's just absolutely chill, like unabashedly, like yeah. Right, it's like, but the crew do look a bit confused. I know what you're all thinking, but this is your captain. Please applaud. They stand up. They actually salute because he's the captain. And the, <laughs> the, the traitor. No, I think Lancian. Sense. Any of the non-like experienced crewmates, so Lancian and Howard. Clapping as well, You're but the, the rest Lucius. of the crew are stood to attention in a normal salute. They are just <laughs> saluting normally. You got this, Lucius. You're the best. I got some dancing lights behind me. The four just around my head. It was just captain on deck. It was just sitting on a barrel, <laughs> looking at it, yeah. shaking her head. Uh, captain on deck. Yeah, Raya is like calls out captain on deck, and everyone stands to Ooh. attention. Thank you, chief. Oh, thank you. Chief of morale. I feel uh, very boosted in morale. Crew of the Storm Chaser, it is a pleasure to have you all on board today for our first sail. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Araya claps and the rest of the crew kind of follow her example. <laughs> Clap a little bit. I can't wait. I honestly can't. And our first port of call, so that's for all our chief officers out there. We have Chief Araya. Say hello. Chief Araya. It's... It's first mate. First mate, Raya. There she is. Oh, she looks lovely. Tips the hat. She's in charge of everybody. So look to her if you have any problems or questions. Uh, we have uh, Quartermaster Quill. There is there this he... awkward look of everyone who is like, we know all of this stuff, Captain. Like Quartermaster Quill. Uh, there he is. He's just under first mate, Raya. So you could go to him first, I guess. I'll probably be busy, but... Sure. Araya is like, obviously if it's, if it is navigation queries, they should go to Quartermaster Quill, correct, Captain? Absolutely. That's and then other things, here. they can come to me. Yes. And yes. then we have Chief Engineer Nova. Oh, that's me! She's very important to keeping the ship running, so treat her with respect. Manic waving from Nova. Hi! Hi, everyone! Hi! She's very nice. Howard is like, hello! Lancian's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, hi, great! Lancian. Yeah, he's just... <laughs> Those two are very enthusiastic about everything. Aww. Everybody else is a little bit more like, what the fuck is going on? Could you imagine if the three of us, just in one room yeah. forever, is like, guys, well, this is amazing! Well, this is, that's what the ship's going to turn You're into. You're amazing! So. And then, of course, we You're have... You're breathtaking! You're breathtaking! You're all breathtaking! Never th- uh, thank you. Um, you got this, Lucius. Thank you. Yes, I, I do. Uh, we have two... Officers here that may not be aware to everybody here, so to make it absolutely clear, we have Chief Araya of Security. Chief Araya? Chief Araya. No, not Araya, so Ayla of Security. Chief Ayla of Security, so don't get in her way. She's going to make sure everyone is shipshape and ready for sailing. <laughs> and then we also have, like I mentioned earlier, Chief uh, Mentor and Happiness. Century. Life coach. Life coach therapist. Okay. We're going to replace some mics as well. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you do these introductions. Uh, Araya will turn around um, and just make sure that uh, she will kind of say, Thank you, Captain. Um, 
Uh, just to also make make sure it is clear, uh, we also have Greylano, uh, our our doctor, and Greylano, this tall, orc woman, kind of sits forward, um, and also uh, Kamara will be acting as a liaison between us and 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 the wolf pack. So if you need to speak about any general crew, if you need assistance with labor, if you need somebody to help you uh, with supplies, then she will make sure her people are, are giving you some aid as well. Um, I believe that uh, the young, our halfling friend Howard will be our ship's cook. Uh, I have already had reports that his cooking is is very homely, very hearty, so hopefully we will have uh, delicious food along our way. Uh, And then the rest of our crew will be here to help with any tasks that we need. For example, uh, Quartermaster Quill, um, I believe that Lookout, our our guardian, uh, will be assisting for navigational purposes. Uh, They are specialized in that. Uh, Lancion uh, will be helping me. Um, I will be training him as a a secondary first mate. and then Penny is going to, perhaps she can help you, Ayla, with security and making sure that the ship is well stocked and, and armed and ready in case of any uh, battles that need to take place. Um, and, but with that, uh, I believe that the main concerns, uh, Captain, from the crew, are where are we going? What is our plan? There's concerns? As in, we simply wish to know. What, where, oh. where are we going? What is our plan? Uh, but also, perhaps... What are our rules of engagement? If we are, if we encounter other ships, basically what they want to know is what kind of ship are we? Are we pirates? Are we mercenaries? Are we uh, sightseeing? What kind of ship are we on? Science. The Storm Chaser was designed for stealth and secrecy. Oh, we are on a very important mission, which is a need-to-know basis. Just oh. ensure it's like a ripple of light. Mm. Ensure that those that I have mentioned today have everybody's best interests for Eros as a whole going forward. We are critical to preventing uh, problems of a grand nature. Mm. And um. for all crew as well, whatever your concerns may be on this flight or anything, you can approach Chief of Happiness, Sentry, and we will aspire to make sure that everything is done correctly, to your standard. And I will say this once and once only to all of you here now, and you may need to relay this to your crew. Kamara like just nods. Kamara. Mm-hmm. We will be in very dangerous situations. We will partake in things that are for the greater good. However, we'll be coming up against things that have never been on a rose before and may be of a greater threat than we anticipated. So if anyone wishes to step away from this mission now, now is the time because there is no turning back. Mm. Mm. Make a persuasion check for me. 16 plus... Seven. Wow. 23. There is a general kind of like murmur, and then Kamara steps up. Ah, well, I, considering why we came on, that's not a problem for me or my pack, Captain. We don't really have anywhere else to go. We're a family together, and all we're pretty good at is fighting. And if you'll have us, if we can help Aroas in some way, then I think we'll all be pretty pleased to be here, so. Thank you. Me and the crew, 
this we're is happy why to be here. this is why we went with this this gal here. Yeah, we picked you for a reason. Yes. But uh, Lancian is like, yeah, yeah. Well, like my whole thing is is my celestial. They told me that I've got a uh, I got like big destiny for me. So I think I'm meant to be here. I think I was meant to be. Then it is fate. Yeah, yeah. You will feast upon your stew and be ready. No, no, no. He's that's not him. That's no. That's, that's me, that's Captain. It's just me, little Howard. I'm, yep. the, I'm, the, I'm the cook. Lansing, he does help me sometimes, but I'm, I'm the cook here. Right. Yes. Uh, you two are. So you're new. We're, we're all learning. It's all right. <laughs> I don't know everyone's names, but I'm sure I'll learn. Thank you, Howard. Love him. Welcome, uh, Captain. <laughs> good to have you on board. Um, Penny looks over and it's like. Lansing wearing a red shirt. Uh, he is now. <laughs> sure. Yeah, he's wearing a really nice red shirt. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Penny, um, the human woman with the longbow um, and dressed in the furs and leathers, she kind of steps up. All my life, uh, she's from the south, I think. I think she's from Savannah. Yeah. Uh, all my life, I've been fighting monsters down in the lowlands, so. Well, maybe we'll fight something crazier than that, but. I've spent my whole life fighting, so I don't mind being uh, being around. If the pace's good, it's better here than anywhere else. So, perfect. Good to have you on board. Uh, lookout is just my purpose is to look out. I am more than satisfactory to remain upon this ship. Hmm. And your looking out is what we'll need. It's what I'll need. Very it's well. Resistance. Very well. He's very yeah. Lookout's expression doesn't change very much like centuries. He's just very flat. Um, yeah, and with that, our right turns. So, where are we going? Well, we can discuss going. this in private if you wish. Uh, you can just take myself and um, navigate to Quill if you want, but I think everyone is keen to know where we are headed. I believe everybody else um, can attend to their own required jobs for the ship, get everything ready. We are about to set sail. Uh, Araya and Kamara, we will speak in the ready room. And she just claps, she's just like, you heard the captain, dismissed. Uh, and the crew go about their business. And then Kamara and Araya will come with you all into the ready room. We're going sailing. The door opens yeah. and it sounds like a Fanta can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you step inside. Um, there is a kind of crude map of Aroas laid out on the table. Um, not much of it is filled in. Um, it is fairly blank. Mm. Like this. Like uh, this. I don't think the top-down map is working. So. Top-down map isn't working, nor is it on podcast, because that's just audio. Yeah. But I've had a map for a long time. So we are going to the continent of Gisela. Okay. Ah. Gisela. Yes. Don't laugh at Gisela. <laughs> gone. What's so funny, Lucius, Captain? What? I'm not laughing. No? Okay, you look dead pan serious. <laughs> um, so we're heading to Gisela? Yes, oh. and Gusthaven is currently... Gusthaven is approximately... Uh, we are just past the Starfall Archipelago, so we are uh, some ways away. Um, we are closer towards Jakesh, uh, in the large space of sea between us and El Seraph. Okay, so that's about like uh, the it whole is, map. It is some distance <laughs> to Gisela, yes. It's about the distance of. Well, it's actually. The whole map. Yeah, about the distance we were teleported, actually. Vortensire. Um, uh, Vortensire, I believe we agreed, was in Jakesh, so it's up in the top top quad, quadrant. So. It's not even on the map. No, it's no. not on the. I've not. This is Quill's map, so I haven't filled it in. Yeah. Thanks, Quill. Gusthaven is about here currently. Almost in the dead center of the map. So we need to go. So we are looking for a city. 
or the ruined city of Kamina. So, do we actually have like a library on board, or, or no? Do, not do we on board. Get a no. Cartography room. Ah, uh, no. You didn't get any of the extra rooms. I asked for a library, but you guys just stared at me. Okay. We have spare rooms with which to equip with such things, should we need them. Mm -hmm. I think it would be useful if, uh, in future, there was a cartography room, so we could um, find more out about this. Library. Maybe a, an addendum to that. A library too. A library cartography <laughs> hybrid. A combo? Yes, a study room. I mean, if you give me, like, 500 gold an hour, I could go and buy some books and then just come back. No. We'll I mean, when's the next time we're going to be near a line? Yeah, you could do that. You could spend some extra Do we money. have money? I think we spent it all. I have some money. lots of money. Well, it's worth equipping You did ship. spend some, but then you sold like the potion, which yeah. got you a lot. I got yeah. 200, 350, 650, plus 600. 1250. See, see if you can get uh, some generic things about each continent and maybe some focus on Gisela. <laughs> yes. I mean, oh. it would be worth equipping the ship with cartography for this exact scenario where we're looking for a ruined city in a continent we've never been to. Yeah, if you want the ability to conduct research whilst you're on the ship, um, you, can, you would have to spend probably about a thousand gold in books, supplies, maps, um, tools... Yeah, it's it's gonna spend you a lot of money, but then you'll you won't have advantage when you make those checks. But you'll be able to basically do research whilst you are on the ship, whilst you're traveling, and then that can help you pinpoint locations. Or if you're trying to find certain places, you can go there. Mm -hmm. Right now, you have your information. So if you if you tell Orion, and it'll be your job as navigator to to figure this out. But you have some clues there to help you locate it. Um, and as you get closer to Gisela, uh, then as you get closer, you can begin to just patrol and like try and find signs like if you know that there is a ruined city of glass chances are you're gonna see it you know if you travel over, over the countryside wasn't yeah. it near the what? dawnbreaker mountains near the hawks dawn archipelago mm -hmm. yeah. yeah well as long as we approach from the north that's super you're thinking of um solvin it's a different thing the city of glass oh, and solvin yeah, sorry and i've oh, seen a few people that yeah people are thinking they're the same thing they're not the city of glass is different to volcanos and solvin they're different places and Solvin um, and uh, Volcanos was mostly around Hawkstorn, wasn't it? It was near the Hawkstorn archipelago, yes. Yeah. And just the the difference is, is you, the attendant of Valena told you that the Prime is in Volcanos. It's in the facility of uh, Solvin. Meanwhile, Meanwhile the when voice. the voice, when Sentry was injured, or when Sentry was dead effectively, Offline. said, in, if, this, if this unit has been damaged, bring it to the City of Glass. Those, so it's two different things, right? Yeah. Okay, so we've got quite a long journey anyway. Okay. We've got to get from here all the way down to Gisela. Gisela. It's called Gisela. The mm -hmm. continent is Gisela. Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't get it. I thought I'd just get it out of his head quickly. No, I don't know. Um, so, Take my ball I think that is our plan at the moment, Araya, if, if, if that... Well, I can navigate the ship there, but I will need you to perform the navigation um, okay. to get us there. Uh, obviously, how well of a job you do, Quartermaster, will determine how long we are, I guess I would normally say, at sea, but travelling uh, upon is, the winds. Is the airship faster than a regular yes, sea it vessel? Yes, it's faster than a sea vessel, um, but we are more prone to things like weather, um, things like that can... I mean, if we encounter flying creatures, if we uh, encounter bad weather, obviously it can be quite dangerous. The ship can't fly at... 
exceedingly high altitudes. Um, Gusthaven is probably the highest that it can reach, and it can't fly at this altitude. Uh, we'll need to descend much, much lower when we are flying normally. Okay. Um, well, I think as long as supplies are stocked and people are ready, I think we're ready to go, Captain. It may even be faster, obviously you are pointing at the map, it will actually be faster for us to travel in the opposite direction, in the direction of the flow winds, of the elemental winds, um, and then wrap around. Uh, you have a flat map, a row is... Row is round? I don't think. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, that sounds... Yeah. It will be faster for us to travel. So we'll spend a lot of our time traveling across the open ocean, um, and then we will probably uh, come round to the uh, the south west of Gisela. Yes. Bortensar? Will we pass Bortensar? We will be not too far away if we go that way round. Obviously, if you wish to travel uh, directly to Gisela by going the opposite way, um, it will take us further away from Vortensar. Mm. But it would take us closer to things like the to Savona, for example. If you wish to go via Gold Throne, we will be traveling that mm. way. Maybe we should go there and pick up that wyvern armor that probably sold on by now. You have two options. It will be faster for us to go past Vortensar and uh, Jakesh, and then come around to the southwest uh, area of Gisela. But if we go the other way, we will need to take a slight detour to avoid the maelstrom, but we can go via Goldthrone. We could pass over Goldthrone on our way. I um, think Arvo is in Goldthrone. True. Uh, there's, a, there's a city in Gisela called Imixan, which um, serves as a bit of a port for airships. We can dock there, gather supplies, refuel, and then make our way on to uh, exploring, finding this Well, we need to stop. Can we do a direct path to the City of Glass, or will we need to reset? No, well, uh, the, if we wish to travel a certain direction, we cannot go directly. It take us through the Maelstrom, at the, where Atelicus split uh, Eroes. There are still turbulent winds and waters there. We, we should not pass through So it. potentially we should go to Imixan for resupply. We have to go to somewhere. The, the distance is so great that once we reach uh, Gisela, we would effectively be running on the Ethereum fumes. We would not have much more fuel left for longer journeys. Um, yes. It is always better to restock once we arrive at a major city. Also, when we heard the voice from Sentry, it did say that the messengers would guide the way. There may be a messenger post in Imixan, and they know more about it than us. That's a good idea. Yeah. We have many things to attend, potentially see to in Goldthorne anyway, so it seems like the best port of call. Very well. Yes. So you wish to uh, travel via Godthrone, yes? In which case we're going south to Savona first. Yes, we will need to divert south, um, travel alongside the very edge of Jakesh and the coast there, uh, across the Starfall Archipelago, and then we will make our way uh, over towards Savona, Godthrone, and then from there we can travel almost directly to Amixan. Yes. It is settled. Very well. Sounds good. All right, well, um, uh, Mr. Quill, if you can plot a, a course for me using the map. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the rest of you, Captain, I will take the helm. Uh, Miss Nova, uh, if you can make sure that uh, the Ethereum engine is ready to go, that we are primed, check our fuel levels. Um, and then the rest of you, I suspect, just make ready the crew. Oh snap, that's me! <sighs> okay! Okay. So with that, unless you have any more business in the city of Gusthaven... Uh, yes, Sentry... Um, feather falling. Oh, you want to go and buy some feather fall tokens? 
Sure. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Did you want to try and stock the room on the ship with books and maps and stuff, or...? I mean, yes, but whether or not the group wants that... So the okay. bare minimum that you say was like a thousand. You need to spend at least a thousand in order to be able to perform research there, Does yes. Does anyone have anything we could sell? Is the other option? Nope. I've got sheep. Uh, I don't think I've got anything. I've got, um... Do I have Smeek's halberd? Do I take that off him? Yeah, you haven't oh. seen Smeek for a while. We've got uh, Smeek's um, earring thing, haven't we? Yeah, I took that from his desk. Well, it's just a translator earrings. Yes. Yeah, it works to translate any spoken yeah, language. I'm keeping that. Keeping it? Any basic language, anyway. Don't need any more. I've already got it. And Nova wants it for people more than just Smeek. Yeah. yeah. Can I sell my magical Thunderstone pistol? Sure. That's the one I got from um, Thingy. I'm tempted to sell my glamour disc. Is it? I never use it. Yeah, from uh, Kelly, not Kelly's Rest. Um, before that. Before <laughs> Kelly's Rest. What was it called? Near the uh, Ironwood. Was it Ironwood? Ironwick. Ironwick. Ironwick was the name of the place. Mm-hmm. That guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think it was because that was the multi-barreled one. Was that what the one you made? Claws. Yeah, I thought you had like mm-hmm. an arcane one. Claws. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I don't think you I ever do have one. I thought I did. Maybe you did. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, you can sell it. It's um, actually surprisingly not worth a considerable amount of money. Yeah. Um, they're rare, but a lot of people don't know how to use them, so it's kind of no. It's for <laughs> more as a collector's thing. Um, they're kind of seen as like relics of of the of the war, so they're more like historical artifacts. Um, they'll buy it for like four hundred gold. I'm not going to use it. I don't think I have been using it. How are we doing for potions as well, kittens? I used all of mine in that last fight. One. I've still got one. I have one. Okay. I have one. Okay, so I think everyone but you've got one. Wait. Hey, um, Ryan! <laughs> Where's <yes>. your potion? <laughs> and I shield. have two on me. Oh, no, he does. Two, two huh? Right. I have it right now. <laughs> I am equipped ready for battle. Um, so, oh. rather than, we won't, we won't spend too much time on this. Do you want to spend money on that thing? The Featherfall tokens, by the way, they're one use. Yep. You literally, it's like, um, you don't need to attune to it, you just keep it on your person. Um, and when it senses you falling uh, dramatically, mm-hmm. so not like, good, like, not like, not like a ten foot, yeah, exactly, not like <laughs> a ten foot fall. <laughs> but when it senses you falling of a great distance, they automatically activate. They're one use, um, and they cost fifty gold each. They're normally bought by the nobles of Gusthaven as, oh, in case I get drunk and fall off the side again. <laughs> I will give Sentry my Force Claws. Be like if we, that you got from fucking ages ago, yep. Yeah. That I absolutely remembered. Yep. There's a pair of magical braces with long claws. Whisper in his ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I would have been impressed if Chris got remembered. No, I just whispered. Hey, you've I, got these things in your inventory. <laughs> what do they do? They're magical weapons. They're, they're like, they're like um like clawed weapons basically. Oh, like, I thought awesome. they were the lightning lure hookshot thing. No, no, no. Those, I gave that to See right. if you can one. trade these for uh, some of those Featherfall tokens. Oh, are you sure? Well, it's gone now. Oh, it's in your thank hands. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called like Force. Uh, yeah, Force Claws, they're force. called. Um, yeah, you can either keep them as a magic weapon. They are basically like plus one weapons um, that are like yeah, fighting claws, like Wolverine style claws. Um, if you sell them, they'll be worth at least a thousand gold. Oh, okay. Because they're oh a plus one God. weapon. Oh, right. You probably get. Library! Like, you probably get like 10 gold or them. something for them. Okay, thank you. You could just use them. Use them. <laughs> yeah, somebody could use them. Don't know who, but somebody. Who's going to use some claws? Who's going to use them? We were, we were going to give them to Smeek, but... You could put them in Tiangong. Tiangong couldn't absorb them. They're a plus one weapon. Books. Tiangong. Books. Books. And maps. 
Books and maps. Tiangong. <laughs> Books and maps can help find Tiangong. Exactly. Or right, what are you doing? Punches. What are you doing? Oh, we Re- can make Sentry even punchier. You summon the pool. I, yeah. think, I think Sentry's not even worth using them. She's already got her axe and stuff anyway. Yeah. My fists are good enough. Good enough, fists. So rather than taking ages, yeah, what do we want to do? So, yeah. buying Featherfall tokens, yeah. one each or just a whole? So if it's one each, then it's obviously 250 gold. Just a whole stack. I don't yeah. really need it because I can levitate. Okay, oh, so, so four. four. So 200. 200, 200. Oh, wait, I can also levitate. Do oh. you just want more? <laughs> I get like. F- you can levitate. Century so, you want to get like three. Okay. Century wants eight. Eight, okay. okay. <laughs> so, what's eight times 50? Century's terrified of falling off this airship. Someone do math for me. 400. Okay, 400. 400. So, yeah. I will sell. My opal scroll case and two silver bars. Okay. For the four hundred. Mark them off. Marked off. Uh, so, do we want to dull these tokens out? Just, just, yeah. just yeah. write yeah. down Full somewhere that, that you have. I'll, I'll write. I'll tokens. write it down for now. Yeah, because I haven't made a custom item for them. We can either, do it so. off stream. So. Yeah, just, just put them in like a visit, like a, the custom items bit on D and D Beyond. Featherfall tokens. There are featherfall. There are, but like tokens. I just want to change them because I don't know if they're one use and stuff like that as well. Okay. And then I do think we? Check it. It's fine. You're not going to fall off in the next forty minutes. <laughs> hmm. He says. Well, hmm. yeah. Never. Century I jump all late. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> do we want to exchange the fourth cl- fourth fourth cloth? Fourth cloth. Any calls on the fourth clause? Anybody? There's want two to? votes for books and maps. Yep. Yes, books and maps and books and maps. And books and maps, I'm all for. All right, there you so go. The man, a captain said it. By by for, outvote of four to it's, one. It's why I gave them to you too. Right, there you go. Oh, so so Nova returns probably like a good three so four gone. hours later. Yeah, we I'm just vibrating. Crew, get several ready of, to leave. Yeah, with several <laughs> of the wolf pack like coming along to just carry stuff. This is the best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> As she returns I with... Guess while she was gone, I also found a room that we could set up. Yeah, I mean, there's no, like, bookshelves, so it's all just going to be kind of, like, piled in there. I mean, just turn my room yeah, into it. I don't care. Like anyway. Huh? It's going to turn into that anyway, regardless yeah. of if you have bookshelves. Yeah. Um, I guess you can have, like, a, you can probably have Nova's personal wooden trunk, like, in the office's quarters, moved into that room to put everything in. Um, but it means that she has no personal storage now. Okay. Yeah. When we hit uh, Gold Throne, Imixan, we'll look for some shelving. Okay, I'm just like I'm not even listening because I'm too busy like organizing yeah. and just. When like, you go to like a big city, that's when you can actually have things customized in the airship cool. and stuff like that. So wicked, like, you can actually hire like a carpenter and have them come in and measure the space. And it will take some time, but it won't be too much gold to just buy like like lockable furniture. So because the thing in an airship, right, is it does this. So you don't want just open bookshelves like in a normal room. Yeah, you need to have like a cabinet that locks and keeps glass it on the cabinet. Place. Yeah. Maybe all glass. glass on wheels. Oh, on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> on a gimbal, so they they stay yeah. steady. Yeah, there you go. That's cool. um, we need a gimbal pulled here. Cool. <laughs> and with that, the last bit of shopping out the way. Yeah. You guys set sail. Ooh. I need two checks. Okay. One Quill, thing, I imagine. I need you, you to make one. a um, survival check. Hmm. Survival. Mm-hmm. Not a good start for this uh, maiden voyage. Thirteen. Okay. Oh, you would have advantage because uh, Lookout is helping you. Sorry. So, really good start to this maiden voyage. <laughs> Thir- Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Um, and then Nova, I need you to make an Arcana check. That's great. Oh, that's fine. Mm. Oh, hey, I'm proficient in that now. 
19 plus 7 is 26. 26. The Ethereum engine nice. hums with a purring sense of power that just kind of pulses and emanates, and it vibrates up through the wooden decks of the airship of the Storm Chaser. And you watch as, as that energy coalesces, uh, the sails begin to just faintly glow with golden light as this kind of force and energy fills them. The sail lines become taut, compelled by some invisible force, and lurching away from the dock, the storm chaser begins to sail and dip lower and lower. I forgot to buy a spyglass. Araya is at the helm. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and she begins turning the great wheel. <laughs> Begins turning the great wheel as the storm chaser begins to bank and descends down through the thick layers of fluffy white clouds that surround Gusthaven. The dark sails and the dark painted woods swirling with black smoke of the night frost style uh, enchantment. I'll be looking out the top just one last time at Gusthaven. As you it, see uh, as it begins to just disappear above you. Um, that was a piece of shit. <laughs> Just one little finger in there. You watch the next. I'm assuming Lucius, you're stood next to Araya as she's at yeah. the helm, so you're kind of stood yeah, I'll with just, her. Yeah, uh, just look stoic. Okay, uh, Nova, you are basically based in the. It's the the first deck, not the lowest deck. It's the first deck, but in the very centre beneath the two main masts. And the reason that you have two main masts is you have the backup engine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that power from that Ethereum core is channeled up into the mast and then through into the sails. And around you there are a, a number of sleek kind of metal tubes and consoles with crystals. Um, you see that there are runes etched in which glow in different colours to show statuses. And you've kind of had this taught to you by, by uh, Lillian Sprocket. Um, so you can make sure the engine is running efficiently, you're burning fuel at an efficient rate, the engine is basically at full power, and the redundant engine is ready to be switched over to when you need it to. Uh, Quill, you have the maps. Um, you can actually send a copy, like a very basic um, illusionary copy, to Araya where she's on the helm. Like it kind of appears as like a little uh, 2D map awesome. that she can kind of follow and look, and you can send it from the navigator's quarters, basically. Nice. Wait, hers is 2D, is mine 3D? Uh, semi. It's kind of got like mountains and things, but uh, not like fully round globe. And it only displays the like an area that you map out, so you can choose to like zoom in on it. Pretty cool. Has it got minis on it? No. Um, but you see the the ship, de- you know, dips beneath the cloud line, and as the white clouds begin to rise above you, suddenly the protective barrier of Gusthaven is removed, and you feel this kind of this wind suddenly hit you. It is cold up so high up, the cold instantly hits you and you feel like this uh, intense pressure around you as the ship begins to descend faster and faster to get beneath this kind of high altitude pressured air. Um, <clears throat> you kind of have to hold on for a moment as the ship begins dipping and dipping down. I, I, I forgot something in my captain's quarters. I'm afraid that it's... Oh, she's like, well, you can try and get down there now, captain, but I would recommend you hold on. Um, and you can see the wolf packer like adept at, even though there's this intense wind and pressure and the air is incredibly thin, they're still going about their business. Several of them are hauling in sail lines. Um, several of them are like basically checking their, you know, with the engineer, making sure the engines are running. Um, they've got like little hammers and little arcane tools that they're checking various devices. Um, but it doesn't take long for the ship to completely dip out of this high altitude thing. Um, and eventually, this. The grey, kind of cloudy weather 
uh, stays with you, but the pressure goes away. The wind dies down, and instead you find yourself staring out onto wide, flat ocean that seems to extend for miles and miles around. You can see off in the very faint distance, um, just on the horizon on your... Which one's starboard? Uh, right. right. So, yeah, so port. On your port side, you can see on the distant horizon just the shape of very faint little islands and mountains, which must be the Starfall Archipelago. Um, and you begin making your way as you sail. And above and behind us is the silhouette of Gusthaven, and then over the top, Erois. <laughs> wow, go. they have the whole Title lesson. Screen. Dun, dun. Finally, we're at the intro. And you can see, like, there are little bits of Gusthaven that poke just be- below the clouds. Um, specifically some parts of the chains where you can see these like ramshackle wooden platforms held by these thick iron chains and little wooden houses just dangling beneath the city um, that just just poke through the cloud layer and stuff like that, Um, as well as the Ethereum nets and the devices used to catch Ethereum. The ship sails, and I will say that probably for the first three days of the journey, nothing eventful happens. Um, Life continues aboard the ship as normal, um, getting acquainted. Yeah, you get used to the ship life. Yeah, yeah. I guess the first few days we're all like very focused on our tasks to make sure we. <laughs> yeah, everybody's very focused. It's also this is technically the first journey that the ship is making. It's done test flights, but this is it. It really being put to the test. So there's quite a lot of like making sure the engine, the Ethereum engine's running, making sure that like everything is acting smoothly, and making sure the crew's getting along. Maybe there's a couple of times when Araya kind of has to break up, you know, fights or you know some minor disputes. Um, but Howard. she explains that that's that's normal. Um, How it just dings someone with a ladle. Yeah, or by, <laughs> but purely by accident in a col- in a Chuckle Brothers swinging, yeah. you know, the coal around. I thought it was a wolf guy. So, um, however, on about the fourth morning, Lookout comes to. He would come to Quill as the navigator. Quartermaster Quill, I have detected something on the horizon. Uh, okay, what what do you think it is? It appears to be a small settlement into, built into the ocean itself. A number of geocentric rings uh, rise up out of the ocean. There are humanoid figures. They appear to be engaging in some sort of battle with creatures in the sea. Okay, a settlement in the ocean? Yes, I believe it to be orc in nature. Right, uh, is this something we should be worried about? Should we? I am reporting it to you as that is your decision to be made, sir. Okay, I will report to the captain in that case. Very good. I will continue to monitor it from the prow. And then he just makes his way up, and you can see that he's kind of built himself like a little thing that sits on the front, and he just kind of like sits in, locks his legs into, and then just stares out the front of the ship, just like... Mm. Kind of like R2-D2. <laughs> kind of, yeah, like a little like a little lookout. Nice. Uh, in that case, I'll rush over to Lucius. Sure. Uh, Lookout has has detected... Oh! Is he? Oh, look at this guy ruining his words! (laughs) I just said the name! (laughs) How hard is it to repeat? He's not bitter. That was piercing. (laughs) I love you, Mark. I love you so much. Just said it in a weird accent. (laughs) (laughs) He has been... On the trigger for that one the entire time. Just waiting. Look at his so face. Hey, chat, you need to use all your knapsnack emotes. <laughs> okay. Tom did a markism. Well. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh, you had that coming to you, boy. Do you know the, uh, uh, you know the Captain Holt? Vindication! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Ah, oh, look at him fly. Captain Lucius Virion Elowin Alanasto. Oh, yes. snap! <laughs> I've said that name many times. I don't think you've ever said it that fast. <laughs> um, Lookout has detected uh, what they described as a small settlement in the ocean. Apparently they're fighting some things in, in, in the ocean. Is this something you think we should stop and check out? Is this something we should just fly on past? I don't know. What, I, <laughs> it, Why are you asking me? Because you're the captain, oh. Captain. Uh, is it... Uh, uh, I thought you'd know. It looks like they might need our help, uh, but at the same time, we could just carry on. It's up to you. I'm assuming that like all of you are together when you want to talk about stuff, by the sure. way. Sure. Unless you say I'm on. I'm going to messenger ring everybody. Yeah, you can also like, actually. I forget you have messages. Well, I guess as, as I'm heading down the mast, I'm like, hey, yeah. incoming. Whoop, whoop. So I, I basically relay that to everybody. Tap the communicator. Okay. I'm so. Quartermaster to to yeah. all, all officers. I am living I my best I life right now. <laughs> That's Nova as well. Nova's just yeah. like the last three days. She's been running around like library, airship, library, airship. Does Orion respond first mate or number one? First mate. Okay. And Orion doesn't have a messenger ring, remember, so number you're right. Communicate personally. Whoopsie. Number uh, one. I get the important ones. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they could use our help, definitely. I mean, they're fighting something, but it's a case of flying down as low as we can and assisting with either the harpoons or somehow getting off the ship ourselves. Do we have the capability, first of all, to deal with this problem? Secondly, is it getting in the way of our mission? It will stop our journey, but... Do we have the supplies to reach um, Goldthorn if we do this? It was, you look at what I told you, it's, it's in your current it's in path. path. Yeah. yeah, You're going to pass over it as long as you maintain Should we interfere course. with matters of a aquatic nature? Prime directive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can just fly right over and pretend it never happened. Or we could help them. So you're, all, you're all in on this messenger ring call, so... Okay. What did, what did the rest of the crew think? Crew officers? Well, how bad does it look? Does it look, like we, does it look like it needs intercepting? Have they got it? Are they handling it? I mean, what could I see from where I was? I mean, it, I mean the thing is, is, with a messenger ring, you can just go next to lookout and begin looking out and then just tell people what you see. Oh, um, so we just kind of wreck on it and say, I'm yeah, still sure, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, make a perception check for me, but we'll take your passive as kind of like a, like a base, what you get. Yeah, I can't see shit, Mark. Uh, well, it's a shame you don't have a spyglass. Yeah. I'd give you advantage. Thirteen. If you did. <laughs> I don't have my. I don't have a spyglass. So thirteen, but your yeah. your passive is twenty-two, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. So we'll take your passive as your base. Um, and I see all. You don't see all. Oh. What you see is at your current speed. You'll probably reach there in a few minutes. Um, but you can see in the distance what appear to be huge stone rings risen out of the sea on like stone plinths. Um, the rings are co-centric, so they kind of go inwards, like each individual ring, each individual ring, yeah. each individual ring. Um, upon which a settlement has been built. So you can see wooden little tiny shacks housing, you can see walkways and platforms between them, um, you can see fishing nets have been hung off the sides. Um, so it's like an oddly natural... 
The the rings don't look it. The rings look like they were built long ago. They look ancient, okay. but the settlement is new. It's like being built upon it. Yeah. Um. You can also see that around the stone pillars holding the rings up, small docks have been built, and there are small orc-like vessels that are nestled all around it. But the probably the more worrying thing that you see is that they are clearly fending off some sort of attack. Um, there are orcs and strange fish-like people, humanoid in mainly shape, but you can see colorful like fins for hair or like, um, you know, webbed feet and hands, seashell armor. And though they're working together to fend off these hideous, bulbous, fish-eyed creatures coming out of the sea, many of them appear to be riding sharks. Several of them seem to use magic and are firing magic up at the orcs and the tritons, which you now recognize as being tritons. Mm -hmm. There is also at least one enormous shark, huge in size, which is just ravaging all of the ships, tearing apart, breaking up their docks. Um, Kind of, certainly very, very large, huge in size. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is what you see. Um, As for how well it is going, not particularly well for the orcs and the tritons. Um, they are, whilst they don't have a lot of foes and they do have a defensible position above, the shark is destroying their boats oh, and right. several of the orcs and tritons are trying to rush down, trying to fend it off, but they're, they're being engaged by other fish creatures um, and being stopped. Um, there appears to be one triton woman who is leading the attack on the shark and you can see she's this kind of almost mermaid-esque princess with this long, sparkling, glittery hair, shell-like armor, and a trident and a shield in one hand, and she's basically trying to fend it off. She looks very Atlantean from Aquaman. Wait, there's a triton fending off the shark? Yes. The tritons and orcs are working together. Yes. Oh, I see, okay. Against the murlocs. So I'll... Basically, yes. They they are very murloc-esque. Okay, so I'll relay that and then say... Do they make the same noise as a murloc? No. Because I can't really hear them, but... They go, Sahagan! They have ranged weapons. I mean, we could lower the ship and use the harpoons to help out as much as we can, not the harpoons, the ballista. Let's get it in ballista range. Okay. And uh, it's a good way to test them out, right? Sure. And if we need to do more, we'll engage further. Uh, Could you inform First Mate Araya immediately, as well as Kamara? Yes. That okay. this is what's happening. So, battle positions. Indeed! Brace! <laughs> not bracing, we're not bracing. <laughs> Put your hands! We're not ramming, are we? <laughs> Tinnies! Don't ram the shark. Please don't ram the shark with the ship. I'm not doing that. Okay. Um, cool, I'll find Uriah and then inform of the... Of the situation. Uh, okay, so Uriah's like, alright, so we're going to go help them, yes? Yes. Good. Uh, very well. Um, she basically begins ordering, she begins barking out orders like, Penny! Man, man at least one ballista. Kamara, get the rest of your crew equipped with ranged weapons. Bows at the ready. Um, the rest of you will get set to the sails. We're going in down and low. We're trying to stay out of its range. It should Perfect. be able to reach us from off high. Uh, we'll get just within ballista range. Any of you who have spellcasting abilities, I recommend that you lend aid to the fight as well. Okay. Um, I will make my way to the ballista area. Yeah, so you have one ballista on top, uh, which sits on the very top of the ship. That obviously can't point down. Um, the ballista on top is meant to fight, fend off other airships. However, kind of um, Millennium Falcon style, there is another ballista at the bottom which looks down, so you can attack downwards. Nice. Penny is currently on that one, um, and she's strapping in, ready to attack with that. The rest of the crew are basically on the main deck, but they're like getting bows ready to lean over the sides. Um, 
as the as the ship begins lowering, you hear this cheer kind of erupting from the orcs and the tritons on the stone circles, and you can see them like yeah, like cheering, like clapping, like beckoning you down. Um, the the creatures, uh, which some of many of which are mounted on sharks, the sharks have like saddles made from like shell or like leather almost. And then they have these reins made of like a thick, sinuous seaweed. Um, and they're and they've got these spears that they're waving. But several of them, uh, more feminine nature, begin looking up and they begin pointing up at the uh, up at the ship. Uh, I believe we're going to have initiative. Hey. Oh. Initiative to see. So, so yeah, there's going to be a few things I've got to do here. So you don't. Oh. I don't suppose, Chris Trot, you have the airship stats I gave you. <laughs> Lol. It was a printed out piece of paper, so that's probably a no. <laughs> Take your bag, let's see what mm. you've got. Man. Uh, that'll be an airship versus. Uh, so you have Penny, uh, crew, and then we have the. How far away are they from us now that we're sort of low? The ballista has a certain range. I'm going to have to get it up. Because I think it's also like spell casting is going to be. Tough if they're over 60 feet away. Well, that's just... the thing. Mm-hmm. So, 20, please. Oh, yeah. Eldritch Blast. Pew, pew. So, let me get the Ballista. The Ballista's <laughs> minimum, the Ballista generally will stay about 120 feet range. <laughs> so, the Ballista is about 120. So, the ship the is about 120 feet above the, the water. Um, the ship, like, Araya gets it so it's just within range. You'd probably go to about 110 feet to adjust for the ship bobbing up and down and things like that as well. Sure. So you're about 110 feet away from the water. The ballistae, uh, Penny's mounting it, so unless one of you wants to kick her off, she's just going to man the ballistae. That's her job, basically. Um, the rest of you will have to determine whether you want to jump down and help or whether you just want to sit on top and not worry about it. Um, as I'm only going to roll into f- for things that can affect you guys, but then there will be this... You can see, by the way, there's about three, four dozen of these fish creatures, but many of them are attacking, like trying to climb up the pillars, up ladders to get to the settlement, and the orcs and tritons are fending them off as well. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how you know how much you engage with. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Ayla, initiative. Nine. Quill. Uh, six. Six. Mm-hmm. Nova. Eleven. Very good. It's going up. Uh, Lucius. <laughs> Eleven. Wow. Sentry. 13. Sentry, rare top of the initiative. <laughs> uh, and then Penny will be at a 19. Kamara and the crew are at 21. The Sahaugen. There's about a 400 foot range like on that? Three. On the water, middle finger. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> Super effective. I'll do it. I'll do it. Hi! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Oi! Nah! I don't have a lot of long-range spells. I can message them. <laughs> can you uh, stop what you're doing immediately? Okay. Cease um, and desist. So, the first ones to go are actually the, the wolf pack. Um, yeah. A bunch of them are go. I'm just going to make one attack roll for them, but I'll multiply the damage, like, depending on if they hit, but I'll reduce their attack multiply. Oh, they're using bows, yeah. Yeah, so they're basically, they all have, um, like, long bows. Um, it seems that basically the longbows are stored in the ship, but most of the time they just carry like weapons like scimitars and things like that. Cool. But they pull the longbows out and they begin firing down, um, but they need a target. So basically one of you will have to direct who they shoot at because um, they're waiting for like what they should make their priority. 
Um, okay, so on Ayla's turn, you basically can say shoot at and then direct them, and then they'll make an attack against it. Cool. Okay. That's pretty cool. Just point um, the finger. Yeah. Penny, however, Penny does know what she's going to shoot at, which is the giant fucking shark. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, nice. Penny's going to shoot the ballistic at that. She gets a natural 20. Jesus. Whoa. Wow. Ballister as well. Oh man, she's going to take well, that shark in half. So, with the new rules, that's maximum damage on the dice of 4d10. Whoa! So, 40 damage plus another 4d10. Holy <laughs> moly. Six. Go, Penny! 16. 56 points of damage. Ooh. Wow. Damn. Does not kill the shark, however. 56, the second roll was garbage. Yeah, it was pretty shit. So, so you watch as she kind of Luke in the Millennium Falcon style, like, I've got this one! And this giant <laughs> ballista bolt just, and it just embeds into the top of this Jaws-like shark, and it just splashes oh, around man. in the water, blood begins pulling out of it. Nice work! And about four of these of these female Sahagans snap their eyes up towards the ship and begin pointing at the airship itself. This airship's awesome. Uh, I mean, you've also, like, I literally rolled a natural 20. Like, that's. Yeah, don't awesome, expect Mark. that to happen all the time. Sentry, what would you like to. Oh, no, sorry, the giant shark. Cool. The giant shark is smart enough that it knows it can't hit, it can't attack something in the sky. Um, and it huh? just goes on a rampage and it tears through about a quarter of the boats that are still remaining. A quarter? Yeah, it just, it just, like, in one bite, just. It just wrecks these orc boats. These aren't huge galleons. These are kind of like um, Polynesian style, like kind of hot two canoes yeah, yeah. with a large sail in between them. They're kind of short range um, shallows vessels. Mm. Um, and you can see that there are a lot of coral shall- shallows all around this area. Um, and it just is like wrecks them and then swims over, wrecks some more. Um, it also starts probably biting at um, the the Triton woman. She has two Triton guards with her. One of them is just swallowed, just by this giant shark. Hmm. Uh, if left, if not killed quickly, this thing is going to destroy a large chunk of this settlement. Well, I mean, the rate guards. is going. Yeah, yes. don't have a lot of time. Sentry. I want to cast Moonbeam on the shark, please. So you just point Moon off the deck of the ship, okay? Yeah. And just this giant column, like an orbital laser. <laughs> cool. Moonbeam from. Got so from one my, of her uh, paladins, uh, oath, yeah. oath spells. Nat twenty. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. I don't think it's. An it's not an attack. Roll. It's it's, it's just a saving damage. throw. It's a saving throw. Oh. Oh. Con thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I'm sorry, man. I didn't <laughs> want to ruin I got that anyway. <laughs> you got, hey, it's always exciting to get it. Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot it's a spell of time. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a 21. It's a 21 oh, on the saving throw. So it's, it's take half damage. half damage. Yeah, half damage. 2d10. Look at this fucking Moonbeam expert over here. Ba, 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 ba. So it takes half damage. Wow, I didn't know you got Moonbeam. That's awesome. 11, 6. Uh, half, it'll be 5. 5. five. Write it down. However, it's concentration, so you just can move can the moonbeam and just do it yeah. again. Like you can track it as a giant laser, basically. Nice. Is it not just like a consistent laser? Or is you it? Can yeah, move it is. It, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. It's like. Well, my spell attack is plus five, so does that make it ten? Uh, no, the spell attack no, is when you're rolling to attack oh, yeah. with a spell. Yeah. So it's a saving throw, spells. or it takes half. If it's an attack roll, okay. then you make the with a spell attack yeah. bonus. Nice. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you kind of this giant laser hits the shock and it just seems to enrage it further. It just kind of begins thrashing around, frustrated it can't get to the source of what's hurting it, so it's taking its rage out on everything else around it. Then we go to Lucius and Nova at the same time. 
I'm going to assess if there's anything within range that can get hit by a firebolt. What's the range on firebolt? 120 feet. So yeah, you can basically target anything. There are the priestesses, which you can now identify these feminine Shahorgan, which are using magic. It seems like they're some form of leadership. They definitely appear to be the ones calling the shots, yes. In which case, I will aim for one of them. Okay. With my fireball. Okay. Spell attack, which is an 18 plus. Oh, that's easily a hit. Six. Easily a hit. All right, and then it's 2d10. That's a seven points of fire damage. So one of them is blasted by this uh, beam of light, a uh, beam of fire, or like this bolt of fire. Um, she shrieks and kind of throws herself in. The the, the burning bolt just kind of sh- scorches the back of her head, leaving her singed, but not too badly injured. And then she kind of I'll shout to anyone nearby that to focus on them. Okay. So uh, you any of the other crew. The ship? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Focus on the, the priests. Like female fishies. Do we have a retort for Lucia shouting that? Sure, you can shout back what you want. The shark's destroying everything. Might be good to get that down. He's just misunderstood. Sharks aren't naturally aggressive. Uh, I'll attack the shark with Eldritch Blast. Disobeying your captain. Oh, I am disobeying my captain. Yeah, no, she wouldn't disobey the captain. Okay. She'd attack. So can I shoot same the one. same one? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Two Range beams. on the spell is okay. 120? Yep, you're good. Two beams, um, 13 plus 7 on one. Yes, um, it's... And 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11. The 11 the misses, okay. but the other one hits. So 1d10. What is rolling that? You're rolling 8, though. Like the other ones. Rolling 8. An 8? Eight. 8. 8 damage? 8. Nice. Uh, that also like strikes in, and the she's so the priestesses. It's like they've got one Sahorgan controlling the shark, and then the priestesses are riding behind it like little jet skis, like, flying around. Aww, nice. It's very Waterworld. Um, and she she kind of clutches towards the front one, and the Eldritch Blast does hit her, but not with as much force um, to kill her, but definitely injures. Uh, on their turn, the four priestesses are all going to point up at the airship, which they sense is the biggest danger, and they all cast Guiding Bolt um, can at I, max level. Can I counterspell? You can counterspell one of them. I'll there are four of them. One. Okay, so one of them just goes. Uh, so there's three more uh, Guiding Bolts incoming. Uh, I'm assuming they're not acid or cool. cold. Well, we'll find out what that does next time, because we've got donations to read. That's going to be a huge amount oh, of damage. What? What's max level? Uh, third for them. <gasps> okay. Okay. Well, we got one. Okay, we're now. dead. By the way, <laughs> that's a lot of damage. Well, we'll find out has to, next week. Has hit points. Oh, we're gonna find out next week. I know it does. Not next week, because you're laughing. We're, we're away. <laughs> we're being wizards in field. Lil. So we'll find out in two weeks. In two weeks, what happens? To find out if the ship ship's already dead. Crashes and burns from a million third level guiding void, bolts. Void and maiden voyage. Void and mage. Void and mage. What's your fine? Let's have a look. What's your armor class? Okay, AC 13. That's not that hard That's to hit. Right. It's a big ship. 300 hit points though. Yeah. But That's fine. if you take too much damage in one go, it can cause problems. Not my engines! See ya! Goodbye!
Bye. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. Remember to check out D&D Beyond with the links in the episode description. You can also support the podcast on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash highrollers, giving you early access to podcast episodes and more. There won't be an episode of Aroas next week as half the gang are away, but we'll be back the week after to continue our first fight in the Storm Chaser. We'll see you then. Bye.